Rolling round my block, feeling hot, streets are cold, see the frost, things I know, God forbid, probably would've made Jesus cross, that's my blood, family tree, no excuse, freedom cost, took the risk, made mistakes, pray I never repeat them, rolling round my block, feeling hot, streets are cold, see the frost, things I know, God forbid, probably would've made Jesus cross, that's my blood, family tree, no excuse, freedom cost, take the risk, made mistakes, pray I never repeat the loss. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Out of Time. This is episode five. I'm your host, Chris Lauzier, along with my other two new, well, one former host, Mark McDonald, Marcus McDonald, and then our new host, Tariq Walker. How y'all boys feeling? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Chilling, bro. Chilling. So, a lot of good topics today. A lot of good topics. So, first one we're going to dive into, March Madness. It has been madness, bro. What is going on? Like, what's up with these teams? Like, where did UCLA come from? Bro, that's why I love March Madness. It's only one game. That's all it is. Like, you could beat somebody one game, we on to the next, man. We on to the next. I don't, I, bro, I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess we're going to Give a, a, a taste for people who don't really watch March Madness like that. Just give them a, a quick glimpse into who's in it right now. So right now you got you got Gonzaga, you got UCLA, and then you got Baylor, and then you got Houston. Uh, for for everybody that's watching, I would say out of those four teams, I would say UCLA is like that team that's like, whoa, hold on, how, how did they get all the way here? Like, how did they get to the final four to go against Gonzaga, the number one seed? Like, exactly. Everybody was expecting Michigan, you know, because after how Michigan beat Florida State seventy six to fifty eight, so that was like. Okay, whoever they see next, it's a white. Like, it doesn't matter. Then UCLA comes in somehow, 51-49. Like, at the buzzer, like, it was tough. Like, I didn't see UCLA getting past Michigan. But I don't know. Out of the four, I like Gonzaga, and then I, I like Houston. So, I want to see Gonzaga and Houston at, in the end. Big, it's, it's, it's big sleeper. UCLA is a big sleeper team. I didn't think they was going to get that far. I made my bracket. I had them going out in the Sweet 16. You had them making it that far? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, whoa, that's <laughs> that's even yeah, a little yeah, yeah, stretch. But I had them in the uh, Sweet 16, but here, here they are in the uh, Final Four. I don't see them getting past Gonzaga, but you can never know it. March Madness, anything's possible. It's one game. Somebody could – one person, your best player could have a bad game. It's raps. So but that's the thing. Gonzaga got like four best players. So it's like I've been seeing talks where uh going into the NCAA season, you know, Cade Cunningham for Oklahoma State, he was projected to be the number one pick. But now that March Madness is taking place, everybody's switching it. So saying Jalen Suggs should be the number one pick going into the NBA draft. Right. I personally I think in terms of just how that, because I've watched both of them, now that I've seen them both play in the tournament, 
I think Cade Cunningham, I think it'll be a 1A, 1B kind of thing. If Cade goes first, okay, cool. I'm not really stressing it. If Jalen goes first, okay, cool. I'm not really stressing that either. I just think, I mean, what everybody knows is Gonzaga is definitely going to be in the national championship, and they're definitely going to win it. I just want to, I mean, like Therese said, I mean, yeah, it's March Madness. You never know what happens, but Gonzaga is undefeated. And after I saw that game, oh, God, who do they play? Uh, I just forgot that quick. Who they play? Who was the last game they just played? USC. USC. When I watched that game, I said, oh, my God. Yeah. boys is (laughs) – that's basketball. <laughs> that's that's how you shut anybody down. Like that's how you that's how you hoop. No, for real. And like their defense was amazing. Like it wasn't even about them. Like one guy wasn't, you know, the I guess the best defender on the team, and he was clamping everybody up. No, that was just excellent ball defensive rotation. Like everybody was there where they needed to be. And it stopped the Moe brothers who you brought up last episode where you were saying you love them. Them boys wasn't doing nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. And, that, nothing. That's, and that's what that's what blew me by surprise because how how USC came into the game, they did Kansas dirty. If I don't know if y'all remember, but they did Kansas dirty. They beat them by it was 85 to 51. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay. Both of the Mosley brothers had 20, 20 and 10, I think, double-double. I'm like, okay, you know, going to Gonzaga, it's going to be a tough game. Bro, I cut the game off. I just right. – I was like, I'm done watching. Because, like you said, Gonzaga, everybody was playing defense. Like, all five players was rotating. Oh, I got your man. Get mine. Don't worry about it. Pick and roll. Switch off. And the big mans was like – you know, they were able to stay – not – you know, every big man, not every big man going to stay in front of the guard, but Gonzaga big man was able to slide their feet and not really pick up, like, the the blocking foul. Like, yeah. so I think, like you said, their defense helped them really shut everything USC had going. Like, and then their offense, bro, their offense is, like, un- like that. that's unheard of. Like, everybody can get a bucket. For real. That's the crazy part about it all, man. I just think, I just hope that, because honestly, because I really want Gonzaga to win, I just don't want another upset. Now, I'm not saying UCLA is going to upset them. I'm just saying I just don't want it to happen because UCLA, me personally, I don't see why they're in the Final Four. However, you know, I get it, whatever. They're in it now, but it is what it is. So going into the women's side, you have Stanford, USC, Gamecocks for the folk on the West Coast that don't get it. Right. USC. Um, who else? Uh, UConn. UConn, and what's the fourth one? Louisville. Uh, yeah. No. No, Arizona. No, Arizona. Is it Arizona? Arizona? Okay. So, I'll be honest with you. I get, I graduated from there, and people are going to be thinking, oh, you're going to definitely go to USC. Yeah, I am. I mean, yeah. when you're talking about, if not the best college basketball coach in history, I mean, yeah, she may be mm, – you said who? Top three? Did you say top three? Yes. Okay, I'm about to say the no, best. Stanley, I would give her top three. I give okay. her that. For sure, for sure, for sure. Can she Rich. surpass the other two? Yes. Yes. And uh, yes. my man from UConn? Yes. She my can man, surpass them, bro. My man from UConn had a run of national championship, my G. I'm going to let you know right now. All Don has to do is get at least three or four more championships. That's all she needs. She doesn't need to get like five or six or okay. for sure. You know. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. 
So who y'all got winning it all for the girls? Uh, I got South Carolina. Okay. They're such a well-rounded team. Last game, anybody can score. They had five people in double figures. They don't have a a main score, and their defense is they, – they got some real good defense. They all can move. They defend very well. So, and I say every other team that's in here has, like, a main score. UConn definitely. Has, uh, Paige. Def- UConn definitely do not. You're tripping. Everybody can score for UConn. Paige is the is the lead. Don't get me wrong. She's yeah. the number one. Don't get me wrong. She's the number one. Yes. But they're number twos and threes and fours and fives and six. Oh, yeah. The whole team, they, they fire. The whole <laughs> they team can <laughs> – Chris, you're not hearing me, Chris. The whole team can get it. But, like, I, I agree with y'all. South Carolina, like you said, Tariq, South Carolina is a well-rounded team, like, they all can get busy. They all play D. You're right, bro. Like, so it's I, I, I want it to be between South Carolina and UConn. Like, I want it to be that. So I have both of those two teams who you got winning. You ain't never really said who, though. I'm going to go – I got South Carolina. I want South Carolina to win. Oh, yeah. I Smart do. man. Smart man. I do. Just because it's it's a lot of – you know, it's a lot of African-American females over there. You know what I'm saying? Don Staley. You know what I'm saying? She right. played. So she's a previous hooper. So like, right. for her to be doing this with a college team and not for this not to be her first time doing this, like just like you know, the first time they always be like, oh, like it's a lucky season. But like, this is like what her third, maybe fourth, third or fourth time getting like to the final. So like fourth, fourth, her fourth time. Yeah, this is her fourth time getting there. So like, I feel like, I feel like she got it. I feel like she got the team. She got like from a coaching standpoint, she got what it take to coach her girls and for them to. Possibly upset UConn after, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Now, during the season, mm-hmm. UConn did beat USC. Uh, what was that score? Uh, UConn beat them. Let me see. Let me see. Looking it up for our viewers. Mm-hmm. I got you. What was it? 59 to 63. So it was close. Okay, that's not bad. That's what. Okay, okay. See, I was see, I was hoping nobody said like no blowout score. See, I forgot what what the score was because I remember watching the game, but the girls were making me so mad because it was like dumb stuff they was doing. I had to cut the game off, and I could feel Don's energy through the TV because I know she was mad. But just because of the score is sixty three fifty nine, I feel like Don is one of those coaches where you can get them one time, but you won't get them after that. They don't probably they don't mimic or not mimic, but they know what the other team is going to do. So if you ever face them again, it won't be as easy right. as it was before. Right. So I feel like if honestly, if you kind of like with anything, if you cut the head of a snake, it's dead. So if you figure out how to stop Paige, that's it. To your point, yes, other girls can score too, but Paige yeah. is the catalyst. Paige, sure, sure. Paige is the one who's like, all right, yeah. I'm gonna drop twenty eight. Other girls, y'all just help me out and drop 15 and 13. We good. It, it's kind of the same, but you know what it's not? One of the episodes, Kay Cunningham and Oklahoma State, about when they were in March Madness, what did we say? You stop Kay, the team yeah. don't really have no kind of – no engine of its own. Just yeah. like UConn – but UConn, I think it might be a little different. But like you say, don't, man, South Carolina, if they get to that championship game, she has what it takes to coach them for that one game and win it. 
she has what it takes, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm for like, sure. She, she'll get them. If they can get past Stanford, it's over with. Like, she, she's going to get her one. I, hope I, think, so. I think she'll get past Stanford. I think it'll be the matchup yeah. what it was this past season, UConn versus South Carolina. Yeah. And I think it'll be the matchup that has been anticipated since the beginning of the season because people are already hoping for USC to actually play UConn. So we got that little sneak peek during the season. Now it's at the biggest stage of college basketball, the national college championship. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for it. I look, sure. my alma mater, I look, if I could get tickets, I would. But them tickets might be every bit about $1,400, $1,500. So I'm good. That's a STEMI. That's a STEMI plus song. Oh, that, that hey, yeah. That's multiple STEMIs right there. I'm telling you, that's a STEMI plus song. For real. So now that we kind of dove into March Madness a little bit, the talk now is Justin Fields and Zach Wilson both had phenomenal pro days. Um, drafts, I'm not really going to get into that because, honestly, I'm a, I'm a big kind of guy. I look at mock drafts and stuff like that, but until it actually happens, you never know where they're going to go. Um, but just a simple question, who do y'all think is the better quarterback? I got to go Justin Fields. And for me, the reason I say that is because Justin Fields has been playing like a first-round draft pick since last year. You go back to Zach Wilson last year, he was playing roughly around like a fifth, sixth-round pick. But Justin Fields has been playing at this level since last year. So, of course, Zach Wilson, they're both amazing talents. You cannot go wrong with either one. But Justin Fields, I see. I feel like he, he weighs a little bit more, so he'll be more durable in the league. And – and that's just what I gotta go with. I feel, hey, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I gotta go Justin Fields, but but like you said, Zach Wilson, he's not a bad he's not a bad right. quarterback. Like no he's a, you you can put him in in pretty much. I'm not gonna say any team, but most teams he could jump right in, get the motions, get everything going, and be able to to survive. Now the the if I'm not mistaken, Zach Wilson is shorter than Justin Fields. I think by like right. like one or two inches. By like an inch. Zach Will, I mean Justin okay. Fields actually is not that tall. I thought he oh, was the same height as Cam no. Newton, who was six five. No, he's only six six. No, no, six okay. three. I was about to say, how is he six six? <laughs> I mean no. six three. My but, bad. But no, <laughs> but yeah, but but like you said, Justin Fields got he got size on him. He's kind of like honestly, he's coming in like like a like a like a Russell Wilson. Justin yeah. Fields, in my eyes, like the his yeah. size and his able to just since the uh, he since the game quick, like you said, Tariq, last season he was he was a first. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 Chris, hold on. You're comparing Justin Fields to not, Russell not Wilson? Not talent, not talent. Oh, okay, okay. Not, not, not I mean, the I talent. I see where you were trying to go. My yeah, thing not, is, so if you look at Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson actually is the same height as Justin Fields. Uh, yeah. Justin Fields is just a whole lot heavier. Justin Fields is well, Zach Wilson is 210 pounds, six three. Justin Fields is uh, Justin Fields is 6'3, and I'm assuming he's about 240 to in that 240-230 range. Yeah, so 240-230. I would actually compare Justin Fields more so to Cam Newton. He can just throw the ball a whole heck of a lot better. Um so I think Cam, I think Cam Newton is a whole lot more mobile than Justin Fields was at that level, yes. I think in terms of stature and just the way that you, you look at them, you think, oh, that's Cam Newton. 
Because what a lot of people also don't realize, Justin Fields was just about every Cam Newton camp, and it's actually Cam Newton's protege. Um, so Cam Newton really like trained him to become the quarterback that he is. Now, I don't know if that was from a mobile standpoint or what that looks like, but I don't. He definitely didn't train him to throw because Cam Newton. Don't get me wrong, I love Cam that, Newton. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I was saying, really, bro. Right. Justin. Listen, Justin Fields has an arm. Coming in, if you had to pick somebody's arm, who Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yes, Cam Newton's size and his structure, his frame, yes, that's cool. But for that slinger, that right arm he got, yeah. come on now. I got you. So I, I don't know if I would say, going back to your point of saying, you know, Zach Wilson, he could go to just about any team. I feel like Zach Wilson almost is almost in the same boat as Mac Jones in terms of they have to go to semi-decent teams in order to actually move the franchise. I feel like you put Justin Fields just about any franchise, he can move the franchise, period. Okay. I think Trevor Lawrence is in that same boat too. Now, my, my beef with Trevor Lawrence is I don't think Trevor Lawrence, in my personal opinion <laughs> – I don't think Trevor Lawrence is as better as people think it's Justin Fields, like that gap. People make it seem like it's Trevor Lawrence up here, and then Justin. it's Justin Fields, right. and then it's Zach Wilson, and then it's Trey Lance. And it's like, no, it's about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Zach Wilson is a smooth third. Trey Lance is a smooth fourth. Like, right. let's not – Mac Jones in there. I'm going Mac Jones in there just because he's – everybody talking about him. I personally don't think Mac Jones is all that either. Let me ask you a question. If Mac Jones didn't go to Alabama, would he be Mac Jones? Heck no. Thank you. But, but. He's a good quarterback. Fields, if Justin Fields played for Alabama, would he be the number one pick? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Hands down. What? What? Thank bro, you. That's hand, him, bro. Devontae Smith, bro. Oh, my God. Don't get me bro. wrong. Trey Sermon and Chris Olave and them boys, they were solid. I love, I love Chris Olave, and I love Trey Sermon. Oh, Jesus. When I, bro, my first time seeing him come in the game, he went crazy. Bro, I'm like, bro solid. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm solid. actually kind of upset that he didn't try to go for this draft, but I think it's, it's better for him because, oh, because there's some receivers in this draft that are like, ooh. Tough. Like, just bro, about – just Jamar about Jones. every receiver I've seen, like, could move a franchise. Just about. Just Jamar about. Chase, 4-3. 41-inch vert. The Moore brothers. Oh, my God. That boy, Ronald Ron Moore, what did he run? It was like a 4-2. It was something yeah. crazy. It was like a 4-2-7. Yeah. And then what people don't realize, Justin Fields actually was one of the faster quarterbacks. He ran a 4-4-3, right? 4-4-2? 4-4-4. 4-4-4, Exactly. No So it's like he could run. I didn't know he was passing to Cam Newton. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can pick him up. Kenny Pitts out of Kenny Pitts out of Florida. So who do y'all have? If you were to kind of just rank the quarterbacks in terms of where they are go, so we're going to talk about drafts a little bit. So where are they going to go in the draft? So kind of just say Trevor Lawrence, where's he going to go? I got Trevor Lawrence going number one. To Jacksonville? Yeah, Jacksonville. The the hype is there. He's a generational talent, I feel like. And I don't think Jacksonville is going to pass up his size with everything everything that he brings to the table. Right. Um, 
I think the next pick is the Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. Right now, now, now that one would be it would be between Zach and Justin, and I feel I just feel like with the system that they have over at the, at the Jets, I feel like they go with Zach Wilson. I personally think, and you know, Sterling Harris, you know, SC analyst, he brought up a good point where the Jets don't even need a quarterback, and I feel like they don't. Um, I don't think they do either. I think what the Jets, well, I think the Jets are going to shock a lot of people. I think the Jets, if they move from Sam Donald, that's the only thing. It's a big if. Right. I think what they end up doing, they end up drafting a lineman. I think they draft. Uh, What's the boy's name? Uh, I don't want to butcher his first name, but I think it's Penay Sewell. Oh, Penay Sewell? Um, yeah, offensive okay. tackle. Um, I think they go with him. I think, personally, the 49ers pick up Zach Wilson. Mm. Now, the next team is the Falcons. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're going to stay with Matt. Yeah, I think they're going to go I don't, with Matt. I don't think they're going to let. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm, I'm not saying Matt Ryan is not a bad quarterback, but you can kind of tell that he's kind of doing this in his career. Yeah, we can, yeah, if they were smart, they would jump on the front side of it, get him out. Let let me go get Justin Fields. Yeah, let's give him something new, Julio. Let, let, let's spice it up a little bit. Yeah, go get Justin Fields. He's from he's from Georgia, not Atlanta more so, but from Georgia. You know, he knows right. his ways around Atlanta. He's at home. He's comfortable. Hey, why not? Yeah. But, I think that I think Mac Jones will go will be one of those quarterbacks that go higher than what they need to be. Or one of those players, excuse me, that go higher than what they need to be. Just I don't like, think uh, Mac Jones is that good. It's just I feel like Mac Jones gonna go high just like how uh Daniel Jones went. And uh Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, like just how like Daniel Jones go to the Giants. What was that number three? The third third pick, third or fourth pick, yeah. Yeah, like what? I don't know. The first not quarterback. Granted, Daniel Jones, he has surprised right. me a little he bit. Came from Duke for not basketball. Don't want to hear. Yeah. That's true. I get I that. Don't want to hear. I just feel like his progression in the league. Okay. It's a little bit better than what I thought. What I Respect. personally thought. I thought he was gonna be a bum of his whole right, right. time in the league. He making some noise out there in New York. For sure. For sure. Respect. Um, now, should the Giants, if all possible, if they could get somebody a little bit better, probably I would go for that. Maybe throw him in a draft pick in the trade. Yeah, I would do that. Why not? Um, I think next off the board is between it's Cincinnati, and then you got uh, oh, Cincinnati gonna probably get uh, a defensive person. Yeah. Oh, I'm they're not- trying to go get Jamar Chase. No, they say Joe want to go get Jamar Chase. Hey. Hey, that would be solid. Joe Burrow back on the hey Joe Burrow back on the map. That would be that solid, would, and he's coming off be, an injury. I'd give him that. And then they could work on that that defense, and you know what I'm saying later in the draft because it's a lot of good players. But mm-hmm. right now, you got to get them talented, skilled players like when you can. Because look at Justin Jefferson. I know the, the Vikings are praising the Lord they drafted him. Like yeah. You got to get them guys when you can and worry about that other stuff a little bit later. You know what I'm saying? Look, all I'm I'm saying is this. I don't care. I just want the Panthers to be able to grab either Justin Fields or Trey Lance. I'm going to just throw that out. (laughs) Go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead, bro. That's all I care about, bro. I don't care about nobody else. If we get – if Mac Jones falls or he does not pick – Would you take Mac Jones? 
Heck no. Oh. No. My bad, brother. <laughs> no. I wouldn't even take Zach Wilson if he would have dropped that low. Yeah. Give me Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I don't care about nobody else. That's all I care about. Huh? Okay. You, but I don't think you ever really answered this. If you don't get them two, who would you like to get? That, that's that's the I've big question. Because I've thought about it. I think our next, based off of what I've seen from reports and stuff, they say they're going to get, I guess, just get the next best lineman and just work with Teddy B. And then next season, we'll figure that out. Um, I hate that if that ever comes to it. I would love to grab Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts is gonna be in that top yeah. five, seven. I don't honestly, me personally, I know hey. you said the Bengals are trying to grab Jamar Chase. I think they're gonna probably grab Kyle Pitts. That wouldn't be personally. bad either. That wouldn't be that bad. Wouldn't be, hey, that, that wouldn't be bad. But then again, like you said, I could see y'all just skipping out on because I honestly, like if we're being real here, Justin Fields and Trey Lane, they're both gonna be gone. Like by the time the eighth pick comes. But, I don't know. You know. I don't know. They have Trey, know. they have us going to Trey Lance. They have uh Trey Lance coming to us. Okay. Only because okay. it's only it really the only game plan is on the Jets. Whatever right. the Jets do, if right. the Jets right. grab a quarterback, we SOL. However, if they grab a lineman or anybody else, we may have a shot. So so I the Dolphins. So so go ahead, Tariq. What are you saying, Brooke? My bad. I can see Trey Lance dropping it up to number eight. Justin Fields, I don't see Justin Fields dropping that low. But then, like Chris said, it's it's based on what the Jets do. So, I, so how do you feel about the Dolphins? Like, do you feel like do you rock out with Tua? And you know what I'm saying? Or yes. you rock I, out with Tua? I, I rock out with Tua, and I go after weapons to put around him. But okay, and let me. So Tua. So do you feel like Tua is durable? Like, do you feel like he can take hits and? Because after we see what we seen when he was in Bama, I mean the hit was bad. Don't get me wrong, it was bad. But you're in the NFL now. A lot of hits are going to be bad. Like you see Joe Burrow, like he got hit and, and kind of like was like, oh okay, yeah. Let me let me let me pray before I come out before these Sunday night games. Yeah. So do you think Tua can like be able to go out through the season, like, or do, do you try to go get somebody at the sixth pick, like? I say, <clears throat> I say since. I give him one more season. If I give I give him one more season, cause the draft is loaded with weapons. This draft is loaded with weapons, and I don't feel like you can't go bad. You can't have too many weapons. And say, I give him yeah, I give him one more season. Cause if he goes if he goes down and gets hurt, then you're like, okay, you're injury prone. Uh, we can't do this no more. But if he's not, and you put those weapons around him, now you don't now you don't got you a you you don't you. You're running now. I feel you. Because if he was a mediocre quarterback and was getting hurt, then I'd be like, yeah, get, give me a quarterback this draft. Okay. But he's a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. And you – yeah, I would I – was, I would say it's not – you can't get – you got you to gotta get lucky to get them type of quarterbacks. Because he's, he's a good quarterback. And I just give him one more season. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that same train too. Give him one more season. Now, me personally, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm rocking out with Tua unless you bring me Deshaun Watson. I understand he's going through what he's going through. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We can handle all that over here in Miami. Trust yeah, me. I we feel got, like at this day, <laughs> once they figure out what they got to figure out, because, right. you know, it could be, hey, he may have done it. This could I, be some bull. I did see that the police have got zero reports of the whole thing. Not one 
Nothing. Nothing has but I also in. read too that he was deleting uh IG messages. And people was like, Oh, why are you deleting IG messages? Well, let's think about it. I mean, right. if I'm caught in a civil case, not just one, not just two, right. not just three, but almost 19 civil cases. I said 22. I'm th- I thought it was 22, so it's 19, excuse me. 19 civil cases. Yeah, I'm gonna leave some stuff too. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and get it before y'all get it. What you mean? Right. That part. I never had so I guess the question is, you know, why you delete stuff if you know you are innocent. But you gotta think about it. When you're in a case with women or any kind of case, period, like stuff can be misconstrued so bad. Like it could be you could say A and they say L. Like, no, I, I said, what are you talking about? So right. I just hope that that's you know gets fixed how it needs to be fixed. Let Deshaun leave Houston immediately. <laughs> immediately leave Houston. Go either go to the 49ers or go to Miami and then do what you got to do, bro. That's all I'm saying. So I know we talked about football a whole lot, but let's let's jump into basketball a little bit. Just a simple question, y'all. Is what the Nets doing fair in the NBA? Mm. Mm. Here's another. Here's a sub question, and I just thought about this on the fly. Is what LeBron did so bad now? What he did when he moved to Miami, quote unquote, bad? Is what he did so bad? Did he start the super teams? That's just that's a lot of questions that I've been seeing from just all these sport media like podcasts. Like, I don't know how you tie what Kevin Durant did to what LeBron did. I don't know how they did that, but we're going to do it too. So what y'all think? I'm going to just say I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. <laughs> That's my guy. That's my dog. I'm going to just say that. I You really can't compare what LeBron did and what KD. You can't really compare that. Like, KD lost to them boys. Like, yeah. you just lost. And then you – fly out to them. Like, LeBron didn't lose to the Heat in the playoffs. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just lost to the Magic, I think, if I'm not mistaken. No. Well, no. When he went to the finals in 07, he lost to the Spurs. Went back to the Eastern Conference finals and lost to the Magic. The Magic. And then that's when he left the next season, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, it might have been a two-year span between them, but yeah. yeah. So he he didn't lose to the Heat in no kind of serious game when it mattered. And then went and joined them. How, how LeBron did it? Possibly so. You had people waiting three hours for this, bro. So, so I think when he did that, it brought attention to like, bro, we can really do what we want. Like as NBA players, we can go where we want, do it how we want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Look at Anthony Davis. My man sat out and said, bro, I'm not playing. So y'all get me out of here. And Anthony Davis and people started coming at him crazy. That's you know that's one of my favorite players. Y'all ain't gonna be doing that. My thing was Anthony Davis sat around for five to six years. No, roughly, no, because he came in seven, seven, seven. seven excuse seven me, seven years. Yes, both LeBron too. Both sat yep. there for seven years waiting on you y'all to do something. You and gave tried. him Rondo, didn't work. You gave nope. him to Marcus Cousins, worked a little bit, a little uh-huh. bit. Not to what Anthony Davis is what K is capable of. You gave him what well, he holiday. didn't work. You caught him on his tail end. Exactly. You caught him on the end. LeBron. LeBron didn't even get help. LeBron, the best LeBron got was Mo Williams. And I don't even yeah. know what he is at now. 
Hey. So my thing is like, look, <laughs> I'm telling you, where is he? Where's Mo Williams, bro? Like, <laughs> I'm about so, to put a, a, a report out for Mo Williams. Somebody tell me where Mo at. I give you a hundred dollars. For real, tell me where bro. Mo at. We gonna find him. Oh, oh, oh! Now somebody might take you off him from that. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm just joking. I ain't got a hundred dollars. <laughs> so I personally do not say those cases are the same thing. For the reasons that you just said, Marcus. I mean, I'm not even gonna dive into it anymore. But let's let's jump forward. KD with the Nets. I was cool with KD and Kyrie. Where he messed up at was where he got James Harden. That's where he messed up at. Because my my guy, you gotta understand when LeBron went to the Heat, him and Bosch both went. And it wasn't D Wade that was really doing that much recruiting. I mean, D Wade was like, oh yeah, we can play, sure. But right. and they're both free agents at the time. Like him and Bosch were both free agents. Like that part, and that's what people don't understand. Like when you're a free agent, cool. However, when you get traded, that's different. That's like, different. and then you go pick up. I'm not even gonna say the other two people because it's like Blake Griffin. I'm with Shannon Sharp with what he said. Blake Griffin is not, you know, and he want to get sensitive and saying, you know, oh, I was for the past two years been calling. You were. Like, bro, you average 12 points a game. I do that at the gym every other day when I go to play 21. Like, bro, I do that. Come on, bro. Like, 12 points ain't hard. I'm telling you. So for him to just say, you know, oh, blase, blase, like, the Marcus Aldridge hasn't said anything, which I'm glad he hasn't because, you know, he's five cool. on him too. <laughs> he's cool. He, Lamarcus Aldridge is just there. You know what I'm and saying? I, yeah, and I think the the – the process of both of those, like they were once to what Stephen A said, I hate to say it, but I agree with him too. Like when he said they were cornerstones of franchises, when Tim Duncan was leaving, by head out the door, LaMarcus, that's supposed to be your team. You're supposed to be you, Manu, and well, mm-hmm. Tony Parker, I think had, did he go to Charlotte? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He was there for, I think maybe, a, no, I, yeah. I think he probably I think he left. Yeah, yeah, he left yeah, to go to yeah. Charlotte. So it was him and Manu. Yeah, Manu was on the down slope, but you had some pieces that could be. Yeah, young guys. Yeah. So, and then Blake Griffin, like, dude, you had a legit four or five-year stint of Lob City. We remember, I remember distinctively, y'all getting into the semifinals, not the Western Conference Finals, the semifinals, and get booted out by the same team every single time. When the Thunder came in there, boot out. When, the Lakers, when y'all played the Lakers, boot out. Like, bro, y'all are Rockets. Out. Over with. Spurs, Spurs, over with. I think personally what they did in NBA, no, it's not fair because I just don't get I just don't think it's fair because KD is not catching the same heat as LeBron caught. And that just goes to show how great LeBron is because if LeBron was decent, no, LeBron wouldn't have been caught. He would have never caught that much heat. But because KD is kind of like one of those I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, KD is one of those guys where if you say something to him, he's going to say something back. LeBron is like, I know who I am. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. And that's what burns people. And that's what keeps them talking about him because you know you're not going to get a response out of him. But, I mean, Tariq, what you think, bro? I think it's not fair. I mean, but if it would I mm, – the pieces that they're getting, I don't think they – like you said, like Shannon Sharp said, nobody's scared of them too. <laughs> I would I, I'd be more dangerous at the Lakers than I am the Nets. They actually got somebody that's producing day in and day out that actually fits their what they need defense what we and rebound. Need. Right. 
with the Nets, you got Blake Griffin. What does he give you? 12 points. Exactly. Not not really scared of that. Can he be guarded? Yes. You got LaMarcus (laughs) Aldridge, old. What does he give you? Uh, Post hook every once in a while. Eh. Can that be guarded? Yes. Yeah, can he be guarded? Yes. yes. <laughs> what he what the what the Nets need is somebody like DeAndre Drummond once they got rid of Jared Allen that gives you defense and rebounds. What they did was pick up two offensive players who have been offensive players their whole career who not giving you no offense no more. All they got is they got basically they basically got some some vets. They got vets that know how to play. But are they gonna play at the highest point with Kyrie and Katie and all that? No, I'm not scared of the Nets. Is it now when the process that they went through to get them? Is it fair? No. Does anybody care? No. So, and then you can't compare. You, I don't, you know, you can't compare the LeBron to Katie situation now. Like, like y'all said, it was free agency. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to in free agency. But to have somebody get out of their contract and say, "Come play with me," that's a different story. Yeah, most definitely. And I think a lot of it. Yeah, I would say it's fair for the Lakers to do it with DeAndre Drummond because he was trying. He's been trying to get out of that contract for a minute now. Yeah, and I think the it was good that he got out of that contract because you could tell the Cavs were kind of trying to look for something new. And I think that the way I feel like the mindset of what the Cavs were trying to do was good. But when Draymond brought it up about that whole player and you know team situation, I think the way they went about it was wrong. Yeah. I think they were looking at it like, Andre, you're too good for this team. Honestly, because Andre was like falling with the Cavs. I think he was like, look, you need to go to a team that is contender ready. For yourself. Lakers. Right. So yeah. I think the way the Cavs went about it was bad. I just think their mindset was in – their heart was in the right place, though. But what y'all think about the matchup, though, Lakers? Because it's obviously – I mean, we could say, you know, the West is whatever. Yeah, whatever. Let's be honest. It's going to be the Lakers versus the Nets. What y'all got? Bro, I got L.A., bro. I, I got like L.A. and what? Seven, bro. I'm going to put respect. I'm going to put respect on the simple fact that I, I know what KD can do in the postseason. I know what Kyrie can do in the postseason. James Harden, postseason? <laughs> Crickets. I don't think we need to find a search party for in the postseason. But, but I will say, I mean, from the regular from seeing how he's playing, he's having really like he's really having fun. So yeah. I mean, I feel like he his postseason appearance this like with this next team, I feel like he's gonna like, he's gonna do his thing. But I'm not really worried, bro. Like like with us now having Andre Drummond and we're able to let Mark Gasol go to the bench and come in with that. Like he don't have to start and put in them big minutes and Montrez Harold, bro. When now that we got Andre Drummond and Montrez Harold gonna be able to come in and play the four position and not have to really play that five with the unit with the starting unit, bro. We're gonna see Montrez Harold in the Clipper uniform, but in a LA uniform, bro. He's gonna be hooping. Like he's hooping yeah. now. Don't get me wrong, but like we're really gonna see why we went and got him in the offseason. Like I feel like he's gonna really show up and. I just want to say this. Wesley Matthews, bro, if you're watching this, bro, come talk to me, bro, because you're not helping us, bro. Like, come talk, come talk to me, Wesley Matthews. Like, you're not helping us, bro. Like, bro, that's another talk. We, y'all go ahead, man. I'm, I'm hot, man. Go ahead, bro. 
So I haven't been watching Lakers like that. So I don't know what's going on. So obviously bro. there's some there's some bro. discrepancy between it's, Wesley Matthews and Marcus McDonald. So we're gonna let them hash that out. It's, it's tension, bro. It's tension between me and Wesley Matthews. Come talk to me, bro. I used to be a shooter in high school. I used to shoot the tray ball a lot. Come talk to me, bro. Come talk to me, bro. I used to catch and shoot in the corner. Come talk to me, bro. Like defense, I, I love him. Like he he he's there for all the extra plays. But like, bro, I'm not worried about the Nets to be honest. I'm just worried about KD and Kyrie. Honestly, like, if you want to be real, when KD laced them shoes up, he's unguardable. We don't have nothing for him. Like, I'm gonna be real. But like, you can't bet against LeBron, bro. I realize that. Like, you really can't bet against that man. Like. When it comes down to them to them games that matter, he pulls tricks out of his hat and does things you just be like, what, bro? Like, like it, just a little, I mean, just a little tip before we move next to the, to the next topic. Like, what people feel to realize is after that horrible stick he had in the, fi- in the finals versus the Mavericks, where he only had six points in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. you ain't heard nothing else about him doing that ever again. Nah. I think that moment was his, like, all right, I see what I need to do now. Right. You learn from it. Like people, people get on my nerves or they try to bring stuff up, like old stuff that's like, okay, that was like what? Oh my God, that was 10 years ago. Let it go, bro. Yeah. 10 years ago. So let it go. Ever right. since then, that man has been on a clutch train, bro. Oh Every God. single time he has been in the postseason. So clutch? Wait, wait, wait. Question yes. mark. Yes. You saying LeBron's not clutch? Do I need to pull footage? Oh my! I'm not talking about. Listen, I'm not talking about in the Eastern playoffs. Don't want to hear. It. That's does that not count to get to the finals? In the, in the finals, bro. But listen, listen, listen. That's why I said you can't bet against him. That's what when I said that I'm relating back to the Eastern Conference Finals. My man was down three one to the Raptors. He came back game seven in a corner one foot jumper. I seen it. I know what you're talking about, Chris. He hit the shot. That's great. That's one instance, though. That's one instance. Did he not hit, like, this crazy behind floater over the Pacers? Um, Pacers. Thank Did you. He, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, sure. two. I could, go, I could go on, but for time purposes, we're going to be out of time if I keep going on. So you know LeBron fan, everybody. We going to – actually, I'm not. Actually, I respect LeBron, and I love LeBron. I actually – I'm actually a DeMar DeRozan fan. I love DeMar DeRozan, bro. Okay. Regardless I, of, I only the, love him because he loved Kobe. Like he only bro, Kobe. When I tell I, you, I, I love this man's game, bro. Pause, oh. I know y'all looked at me crazy. Nah, don't try to play me. Nah, bro. nah. He valid. He valid. Now DeRozan I mean, is tough, though. Besides him, we we still working on that three point shot. He and I, because hey. I'm working on that too. Like at the end of the day, he come to the Lakers. There was talks of him going to the Knicks. We'll see how that goes. No. Come to the Lakers. It'd be better. He'll get a ring. Come to the Lakers. He get a ring for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Knicks fan. Go ahead and go to the Lakers, my boy. <laughs> we trying to start young. We trying to start young. Hey. That is it. We appreciate our viewers. Appreciate the crew for coming along and talking sports. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. This podcast is brought to us, well, to everybody by Sportscasters Network. Stay tuned next week for episode six. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>